come from? Where did you go? Where did you come from? God, I do. Where did you come from? Where did you go? And welcome to the Mediocre Photography Show. My name's Ben. And my name's Jack. And uh, today we are talking about criticism. Yes. Yes. How are you, Jack? Uh, I'm I'm very well, Ben. I'm uh, I'm doing good. I am back working as a key worker. I yeah yeah. Which You're is a working woman. I'm a working woman, and uh, yeah, no, it's been it's been it's been all right. I've just been working all week. Yeah, I'm working for the next like four days after this. Great. It's horrible. But I, you know, I I have free time to do stuff. I'm I am currently I have got the go ahead to uh, clear out the garage with my brother. Wow, was that the really exciting news that you mentioned? That was the really no no no. This is the really exciting news that I think I'm going to turn my half into a dark room. Oh, cool. So I'm gonna fingers crossed. I'm, we're currently like taking bits out and like putting them into piles and then putting them back in in the piles like we're sorting it out but i think you know it's it's a long project but it's a long quarantine what can i say yeah um well if you need a hand uh I oh yeah i am most definitely gonna need a hand many a spaces into dark room before so i can uh yes you have your your shower at your so old um shower at my old place uh the laundry room oh yeah yeah um my garage currently has a dark room space in it as well <laughs> um the garage uh, where i was living in exeter yeah. that had a dark room space uh yeah no we've uh <laughs> you've made some dark rooms i've made i've made i've made many a dark room uh i made some dark rooms up on dartmoor with uh university trips as well i'm the dark room king i i learned from the dark room master you did Brendan You're like... Barry. yeah <laughs> the uh, portable darkroom anyway how's it going with you yeah i'm all right i'm all right uh same old really um gonna start volunteering uh oh, yeah uh it's good pretending that you didn't already know that jack yeah i know yeah Thank um you. yeah gonna start volunteering at uh, one of the research sites at the university uh, which would be quite good uh do my little bit to uh fight against coronavirus um so hopefully start that tomorrow but we'll have to wait and see uh there's still a chance that they're going to turn around and be like oh sorry ben but you, we don't need you anymore uh in which case i'll go well all right bye then <laughs> um, no, it should be interesting if you do get picked it should be interesting yeah it'll be all right um hopefully it might be a photographic project uh comes out of it as uh as jack mentioned the other day um you know, I, d I did talk about the fact that people are making a lot of work about isolation, but perhaps not about the virus itself. Hmm. Uh, so potentially we could, uh, that could lead into something, but it kind of just depends on uh, what's going to go on with uh, yeah. with it. They, they might they, they might turn around and say, oh, no cameras, or it might be too busy or hmm. something like that. But, you know, it sort of won't know until you start. Hmm. Um, I've done some... Uh, entering of competitions uh putting putting some work forward as well i'm not gonna mention just yeah just where just yet though just in case uh it doesn't come into fruition but uh watch this space because there could be some uh 
interesting Ben Bullman photography related things on the side. Oh. You never know. No. You never know. But yeah, um, that's about it really. Not been up to much. Been uh, learning the banjo. Oh yeah? Yeah. How interesting. <laughs> it's really not, man. It's, it is what it is, you know? It's, yeah. it's, it's, it's the banjo. It's uh, the banjo. Yeah. It's the banjo. So, um, should we do the uh, photo conversation? What is this? The third installment of the photo conversation? The fourth? Third installment. How the third. How surprising we've actually so lasted this long. Kept going. I know, right, man? It's, <laughs> uh, it's, it's pretty impressive. We haven't just given up on it yet. Um, not yet. Not yet. No. <laughs> well, uh, uh, who went first? I, it Last went. Week. It went. Louis, me, you. All so, right. So it's my turn to go first. Is you it? go first. Yeah. All right. Let me. Uh, send me that send bad boy. Through. I've uh, in the interim of waiting for you to uh, get sorted. I've actually uh, updated Facebook, and uh, it's got a new look apparently. And uh, it uh, looks like Reddit now. Oh, of course um, it does. They've just because stolen. They've just stolen Reddit. <laughs> that's exactly what Facebook uh, does. Wanted to wanted to have. It steals your data it. and it steals Reddit. It does. Okay, here we are. That's uh, coming across in just a sec. The. Uh, Cool. Oh, there it is. Right. Do you want to explain whilst I look? Yeah. Yeah, I will do. Good. Uh, so I'll read what I wrote because I'm organized like that. <laughs> uh, this turned into more of a challenge than I thought it would. Uh, gutter, as it turns out, is a very difficult word to work with. Uh, mentioned in the last episode of the show. Uh, it was one of my chores to clean out the gutters this week, which I did do. Um, and much to my dad's confusion, I did bring a camera up the ladder. <laughs> um, I, 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 photographs were taken. They were just not good. They were just boring. They were photos of gutters. Um, rather annoyingly, uh, dad uh, was actually asked to go around my grandparents' house to clean their gutters as well. Because apparently something was growing in them, uh, which I thought could have been quite an interesting thing. But uh, I was only told about that after he got back which is a little bit annoying um but i i i got a little bit stuck for ideas and i was sort of thinking about what gutters and sewage systems were and this photograph uh is actually uh, the museum of technology in cambridge which is an old victorian sewage pumping station mm. and it kind of for me has always been the embodiment of something that we do take for granted like guttering and sewage and um that it actually came around relatively recently in the grand scheme of things i mean the victorian times was only sort of 19th 20th century and uh i think that it sort of shows the the speed that technology is progressing and where technology will take us um Unfortunately, uh, none of that is actually um, conveyed within the photograph. Uh, it's just a photo of the building. I sort of 
didn't have a lot of time and it was a little bit too busy and sort of the situation wasn't quite right. Um, but when I was researching about gutters, uh, I came across a uh, excerpt from a book which is called uh, Vibrant Matter, A Political Ecology of Things. And uh, in, in that book, they talk about something which is called thing power. And the author goes on to talk about an, ob an object that she saw lying in a gutter one Tuesday, which was a, a, like a thick workman's glove, uh, a mat of pollen, uh, a dead rat, bottle cap and a stick of wood. And uh, she goes on to talk about how Stephen Jay Gould says that this could be called the excruciating complexity and traceability, but these bodies are not restricted to passive and traceability. It, it was also included to make things happen. So effectively what she was trying to say was that she was surprised by what she saw and because of the emotional response to that, it changed the item's definition from debris into things which, I don't know, it links into the mentality of gutters, it links into the mentality of sort of progressing technology. Uh, I, I, I sort of will finish this by saying for a second week in a row, I kind of feel like I'm stretching this definition a little bit. <laughs> no, I think uh, the research is there. I think the research yeah. definitely links. It's interesting. Yeah, I mean, it's, 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 it's a chimney of a museum. Again, it was so busy. Like, was considering it? the fact that we're still meant to be under quarantine, it was really, really, really busy. Um, so I couldn't really stay for too long. Um, hmm. I didn't want to stay for too long, perhaps, is a more accurate way of saying it. But yeah, there we are. What do you think? I think it. I think you're right in saying that I think the research is a lot more interesting than the photo. <laughs> I think where yeah. you're going with the research is, is quite... Yeah, it's a lot more interesting than the photo. It is just a chimney of a museum, but the fact that it's a technology museum is quite it's quite interesting. Yeah, it's all I don't know. It's if you want to look at it more introspectively, it's always been like this. Really, uh, I don't know. I always loved going to the museum of technology when I was a kid, and I loved mm. like the really big chimney because there's there's just nothing else like that on the uh, on on the landscape of. Of, of the city that i live in if that makes sense uh yeah. it's very unique and i always remember like as a kid like cycling past it and like being it was like for me it was the tallest thing in the world uh like it was just so massive and so huge and uh you can actually almost see it from my house right um and i used to have a trampoline in the back garden i used to remember that if i bounced high enough on the trampoline i could just just see the top of it nice um so yeah. yeah it's 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 a nice building and it's uh yeah like i said it's a little bit introspective in that sense as well but i didn't really want it to go that way uh as a kid i didn't think about gutters too much <laughs> um, to be honest i didn't as an adult until about a week ago <laughs> yeah. that's very good so yeah there we are all right you ready for mine i am indeed ready for yours Right, so I went, of course I did, uh, I went introspective again. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm really enjoying the self-portraits, okay? It's good, it's good. You found you found a niche, you found a vibe? Yeah, and so I wanted to keep it uh, sort of like consistent with the last two. Um, 
I'll send you. I'll send you them both over. I'll send you the the first one. Is um. The one. I wanted to go for. But I think I I went for the second one in the end, because um. Yeah, the first one's on the left. By the way, Ben. <laughs> um, I was gonna go pretty much. I wanted to. I went for the sort of down in the gutter sort of route like mentally and emotionally in the gutter and so uh, i wanted to sort of get a picture of myself uh, laid down in the brook just like it's like right outside the front of my house it's you know a, f a big step away and um and so yeah I, I laid down in the brook it was disgustingly dirty and i got in the shower straight away but it it's sort of yeah, the first one on the left was sort of what I was going for, but I think I chose the second one, the one where, you know, I've got the movement on my head and the light's a little bit more interesting. I think mm. the first, with the one that sort of... Uh, the content of the image is, is more what I wanted, but the second one is a lot more interesting with the movement of the head and the light hitting my body but um yeah i still think it's it's i still think it's the weakest that i've done so far i think that you know the the water isn't as clear as i would want it to be there's a couple of like i don't know whether you can see it ben but there's a couple of like light um speckles which is mm. the water but it just it, it distracts me a little bit but um no, yeah I I, it's um Water's a difficult one to light mm. properly, um, especially this... especially with black and white. Yeah, uh, you need to wait for very much the correct time of day, or which you need I now realise. <laughs> yeah, um, or you need to wait for, or you need to get some artificial lighting mm. in that. I was as not. Well. I was not going to do that. <laughs> um, yeah, I almost feel like it could have worked better if the light was um if the water was lighter mm. yeah this is um, the thing it was like it's it, very 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 dark yeah. water which interestingly is actually quite nice if you think of it as a sequence because the water in my photo is also very dark yeah well that was what i was thinking it, it the water was really dark but the, the problem is there was like the other side of the brook i took the camera around the other side um, for this the 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 one where I'm laying fully in the brook. Uh, with this one, I sort of just got a skateboard, yeah, and sort of just laid on top of it. <laughs> but right. the I I sort of moved. I took the skateboard away because I you can tell in my my body you can tell that I'm tensing. But it almost looks like you're about to hit the water. Yeah, which you know what I'm gonna say this. This is a complete happy accident. Like yeah. I I got my brother out there as well so nobody took my damn camera and um and i lined it all up and pretty much just said right i want my head to be here and when i say just spam the button and he he spammed it and it got the sort of movement of my head which i i just think it makes the image a lot more interesting mm. i was i was sort of a you haven't mentioned it yet but the shorts the swim shorts yeah i don't i can't tell like I, with the other one, I've cropped them out because they were really distracting. 
but the other one i don't know whether they're distracting or they work or i don't know but i think they are distraction personally mm. um i mean without sounding too perverted i think that this probably would have worked better if you were completely naked <laughs> Um, no, I was not doing that in a dirty brook. That brook has got. I could tell when I was like laid there, I could see. I like looked up to sort of get a breath, and then like dunk my head. But then when I came up, wiped my eyes, I could just see a load of like pond skimmers like skimming towards me, and I was like, oh god, I've got to get out. <laughs> yeah, this is disgusting. Yeah. Um, but um, I don't know. But yeah, I... I, I sort of think they are a little bit distracting. I I would have, but it was cold and dirty. And, yeah. I potentially would have cropped it out or actually even used a different angle. Yeah, no, I, 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 I do like it. It's very good. Very good. Better than mine. I think you definitely won this one. It's not um, a competition. It's about getting out there, but not too far out there because we are in isolation. Yes, exactly. Um, yeah. yeah, that was a really, really difficult word. It's a very... We've had two bangers and then <laughs> this. Yeah. yeah. Well, rule of averages, this one's going to be terrible as well. So, so let's. Without further ado. Without further ado, let's get this up. Right. Here we go. The new word is. Spectrum. I could work with Spectrum. I could I could work with spectrum. Okay. Spectrum it is. Which was the first word we chose. Absolutely. Absolutely. The first word we chose. The first word we chose. And definitely not earthquake. <laughs> um <laughs> spectrum is the word. Spectrum is the word. Is the word. Uh cool. So uh to shamelessly plug again. Uh if you guys do want to take part in this and have your work featured on the podcast and get a huge amount of uh, publicity with the massive following that we have, uh, then use the hashtag a mediocre conversation uh, in order to do that. And uh, come back next week to uh, have a listen to mine and Jack's spectral photographs. Ooh. 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 <laughs> I'm quite looking forward to Spectrum. I think Spectrum could be fun. I'm going to have to Google what it means, but yeah. Right. You know, I... So... Okay, yeah, go on then. Sorry. No, no, after you, please. I've done no research How for this. How rude of me. I'm just going off personal... Well, I say... Jack. I say personal knowledge. I mean, I've got no... None of that. Jack. I just mean personal experience. Jack. Yeah. I need a new co-host. You need a new co-host. Well, with... with I'm taking... Someone taking that, you applications. Know, <laughs> prepares. <laughs> I am prepared. Yeah, if you uh, want to be a co-host <laughs> of the show, then please do use the uh, hashtag JacksP45. Jack's cancelled. Um, yeah. <laughs> Jack is over, party. <laughs> and, uh, please don't use that hashtag. I'll make me feel <laughs> <laughs> I love how that gets trending in the mediocre No, it will doesn't. not. It will never, ever. Right. <laughs> They'll be like, Jack who? <laughs> <laughs> What's Jack right. Nicholson done? So, I think mm. we should start with the story. 
Oh god. I think that that is a good place to start this. Yeah, it cer- it certainly gives an example, and then we sort of yeah, I think that's. And then it's out of the way. And oh, it's done. yeah, and then I'm not stressing about how we've got to change the names and yeah. Well, Jack, you know what? You I t- you can tell the story. Oh, bollocks. Um. Well, no, I can I can certainly tell half the story, but you're actually not in a bad way involved in this. You were sort of not exactly, and so if I told the story, it would be impartial. <laughs> I knew you'd come up with some bull <laughs> to get your way out of it. <laughs> right. Um. I guess a story time. Story time. Story time. Um. So obviously we went to a. Uh... Hang on. Sorry. 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 Oh, flipping out! I've just hyped myself up for this. Oh God. <laughs> Now tuck yourself in, children. It's time for tonight's story. This is The Tiger That Came to Tea by... I should really know the name. This No, this is uh, a story about criticism and how not to take it and how not to give it. (laughs) Okay, so there once was uh, two boys, not like, not dislike... Me and you, Ben. Do I have to change your name as well? They were called uh, Bill and... They were called Jen and Back. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, they had a a, a group crit, I guess. uh, And it was quite... It was nearing the end of um, a very important year in our education and well, I seem to be, seem to recall that it was the last group crit we would ever have. Oh, oh God! Oh, that's really depressing. Yeah. Anyway, um, so it was the last ever group crit we would ever have, and it was one of the worst we have ever had. <laughs> um, so pretty much what we had to do was, uh, we were coming up with, um the words to go alongside our work and and a couple of people in the group decided that they didn't want to listen be there um i kind of feel like they just had enough yeah would be how i would describe it that they knew that it was their last group career yeah. And so they could pretty much say whatever they wanted. Um, but I don't. I don't think that was the. They 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 didn't have anything to lose. Well, apart from actually, yeah, they didn't have anything to lose. Um, no. But anyway, so they, uh, you know, when they showed their pictures, we came back with constructive criticism on their words and uh, their pictures, which uh, they weren't half bad pictures. They were, you know. Well, one of them was okay. Yeah, yeah. Well, pretty awful. And pretty much, they just they just argued. It, they didn't take on anything. They just got really angry. They took it very personally, didn't they? They took it on a personal attack. Yes, it was the fact that they had. Uh, been 
producing work with a narrative. And what we were doing was effectively challenging that narrative and tweaking it in order for it to make more sense with where the photos lie. Now, as I've explained several times on, on the show, I, I generally will do a lot of research into work and a lot of third party and, and research and think that my work is very uh, outwards looking where actually it's quite introspective. My work ultimately becomes introspective even though it isn't ever deliberately made like that. And so the conversations that I normally have with people criticizing the work is me going, this is about this. And then they go, no, it's not. It's about this. And I go, oh, actually, yeah, you're right. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Because it makes sense. Yeah. And it does make sense. It's just when I produce the work, that's not, I have a weird workflow. Mm. That's effectively what it is. And we were doing something very similar to these two girls. Yeah. That they were like, "This, my work's about this. And we went, no, it's not about this. And they basically what? went, you know, it is about this. <laughs> we didn't, we didn't even say, no, it's not about this. We said, well, how about yeah, thinking about it like this? And, and they just completely, they took us off. it personally, yeah. but then they also, uh, effectively attacked a lecturer personally as well. That was there for the crit. And, um, this leads us on, I think quite nicely to the first point that we should talk about, which is taking criticism personally. And when you're in the last sort of the final push of a degree and it's very stressful and you've got a couple of big shows coming up where the works needs to be produced and emotions are running high. It is very natural for you to feel that you are going to have that work that that is going to be a personal comments personal mm. attacks against your work and it's only natural and i'm not going to turn around and say oh well don't take it personally <laughs> because sometimes that just isn't an option it's just not how you feel um but there are some ways that you can sort of tackle those feelings and try and improve upon them um so the one that I always do whenever I've had a crit that has been quite harsh, perhaps, or I feel like I've been ganged up on, I just say to people that I need a few minutes to to myself and like I'll go for a walk or I'll have time to reflect on what was being said. And normally after I've sort of kicked a few bins and be like, <laughs> oh, they're all wrong. Oh, they all hate my work. Oh, I'm complete useless. Then I come back and I'm like, oh yeah, actually, they are right. Mm. Um, but the other thing with that as well is that you need to set boundaries for uninvited criticism. And you need to realise that unfortunately there are some people out there that aren't going to critique constructively. They are going to just critique for the sake of critiquing mm. and to either make themselves feel good or, you know, it could be imposter syndrome or whatever it could be. And being able to identify that is a 
I think, quite an important aspect of receiving criticism as well. You don't have to listen to everyone. No. If you listen to everyone, then you'd just be a doormat. I'm, I'm quite good at not listening to um, criticism. <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but when you're in that situation, I think what fell down was the fact that these girls... And I can kind of see their angle. I kind of can't, but I can kind of see their angle. That they felt that they were being personally attacked and they felt that their idea wasn't being constructively criticised, it was just being criticised and the lecturers didn't have their best interests at heart. And that's completely wrong because the lecturer did. And we have mountains of evidence to sort of... Back that up, but when you get into that mentality, then it just it's very difficult to get your head out of it. Yeah. Um. So that's sort of what I've written about receiving criticism and the difficulties uh, of it. Uh, Jack. Um. Thoughts? Well, receiving criticism, I think. Uh, as you said, it, it needs to be balanced. I think the best thing to do is probably just when people are uh, sort of talking about your work, I remember one thing about this group crit was that they, the girls, tended not to um, let people finish. I think you need to let uh, the person who's talking about your work finish because then as soon as that happens... You know, I when people are talking about my work personally, I, I let that finish and then I give it a few seconds because sometimes other people will chime in and they'll be like, "Oh well, maybe that's wrong," and then they'll start having a discussion about your work between them, and you're just sat there like a lemon, but you're taking all this good information in because they're sieving through it. Um, and so I think that's one thing to do is just be patient and wait for everything to finish. Rather than just, you know, you get one bad comment and you're there like, oh, no, 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 blah, 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 blah. You know, let every, let people talk about your work. Because not only does, you know, it gets you the best possible work, but it also makes you feel good. But people talking about my work makes me, even if it's it's criticising it or not criticising it, it, it does, it makes me feel better. Um yeah, I think that that's a very important thing. And when you're just on a sort of separate note, and we're going to talk about giving criticism in a little bit more uh, detail later on, but you know your work better than anyone mm. else, right? Because you're the person that has conceived it and created it and whatever. Spent day in, day out <laughs> researching yeah. and stuff like that, yeah. That's actually a massive disadvantage Mm. because you are far too close to it. And what you need to remember when you put your work up at an exhibition or you publish that photo book is that you're not the only person reading it. And when other people talk about your work and other people can understand your work, that is how the general public is going to perceive that exhibition or perceive that book. If you don't allow people to talk about your work, then you are 
more likely than not missing a potentially huge issue mm. because people don't see your work how you see your work no it's like it's like uh someone like being pregnant <laughs> hear me out <laughs> so you know the mother spends what nine months with the baby in her belly and then they're like pretty much attached to it and then you see but me i just see a pregnant woman but they know they see their baby uh how upset would you be if i cut that yeah i'd be more upset if you kept it in <laughs> Thank God. i think that the other thing that makes people feel quite emotionally attached and i am coming across not so much as a fine artist perspective but more of a business and management perspective but i think that people do have an element of imposter syndrome quite a lot with this kind of thing as well and you touched on it the other day where you sort of said oh well you know i was always sort of told that i would be the one to make it as it were oh, yeah. and that puts a lot of pressure on somebody and i think that that can also uh have an element on how people give and receive criticism as well that if they've always been told that they're the bee's knees and you know like I don't know, you get the gold medal for coming last sort of thing then criticism is a lot more difficult to take mm. because people aren't used to hearing how their work has weaknesses yes. and uh i always have said where i used to work that we should uh take criticism seriously but not personally mm. um that it's it's never a personal thing and if you feel that you are being personally attacked then well we'll come on to that in a second mm. we'll come on to that in a second but um yeah do you have anything else for uh receiving criticism any other tips that you wanted to say no i think just uh, just be patient take everything on board let people talk about your work because you might yeah you might find something that you didn't realize in your case or yeah just let people talk cool cool so i've spoken about giving uh, receiving criticism but you know we haven't spoken about taking criticism on board so do you have any advice experience anecdotes mm -hmm. with that um And this is why we prepare for podcasts. Well, I'm just trying to. I'm just trying to think of because uh, a lot of the time I tend to agree with what I'm told in terms of criticism, because I know, especially from lecturers and also peers better than I am about work, because it, it makes more sense. I think. So, I think is just thinking. You sort of have to like as they're telling you visualize what the the outcome of 
their words could be. So if, if mm-hmm. say, like, someone says, uh, try this image in black and white, you sort of have to picture it in your head in black and white and go, oh, maybe that would work, or maybe that wouldn't, or... Yeah, something along those lines. You've just got to sort of picture it. A picture. Well, that's what what I tend to do, is sort of visualise it in my head and the outcome of the project if I were to take on board that criticism or constructive criticism. What about if that isn't from a visual standpoint, but from a narrative point of view? I My narrative tends to be fairly the same every time it's just that the the my photography tends to be based around a story so i can't shift the narrative so much but if say for example um in my in uh in there's no iron david the lecturer was telling me about how it's not now like for example again it's not about david it's about you you know it it sort of makes you re-evaluate the whole project and then you sort of changed based on that but um in terms of taking on board uh narrative changes it doesn't happen so much to me um, because all of my projects tend to be based on actual real life stories Right, but going back to the example of in There's No I, where the lecturer did say it's not about David, it's about you, was that feedback that you took on board? Did you go, no, you're an idiot, it's obviously about David? Well, no, because they know they know better than I did. And also I had a somewhat, I think they could see something in my work that told them it was about me and my uh sort of feelings towards the subject whereas um and sort of the... should we talk up to we just to interrupt what is there's no why in oh right um for those who well it's about know. uh my biological granddad um who left my dad when he was only young and it's sort of become like a sort of bit of a taboo subject in the family and so for the uh for the project i sort of researched david and where he'd uh, come from and where he went after he left and sort of got stories from like really young friends and sort of closer to the present time friends um and sort of followed him round in a way um but then as I was following him around, because I started off by calling him granddad, but then I sort of followed him around, learned all these stories and it sort of, it changed my images uh, drastically. Like my images were very, very literal and they turned into something a bit more like conceptual, a bit more like metaphorical. Um, and I think the lecturer saw that and sort of, I sort of had it in my mind that uh it was changing but i think that the lecturer is sort of saying oh it's about you it sort of pushed me and i was there like okay it is definitely about me it sort of it pretty much just confirmed what i didn't want to confirm (laughs) but um 
but no, I think, yeah, it definitely it by far helped the project. Yeah, yeah, um, and I yeah, I, you know, sort of coming back to taking on board criticism or not taking on board criticism. Um, I think it is as as you develop your own practice, you'll realize who you should be listening to and what you should be listening to more so than uh you know just listening to absolutely everybody um you know i i a great example of this was talking about um i'll talk about my work now shall i um in my graduate project the horse uh it's all about my perception of brexit and uh sort of the political uncertainty that follows with that um and the last photo is of a uh, rock um very 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 dark you wouldn't know that it's a rock uh you know I, it sort of became a bit of a meme where it was like is it a fish is it this is it that great video? photo and um i will keep him nameless uh just for his uh uh self-interests but there was a certain person who absolutely hated the rock he thought that it was too literal he thought that it was too um uh on the nose um the rock even kind of looked like britain if you squinted a little bit um like yeah he just really didn't like it he just thought that it was a really really bad ending to the sequence and i put my foot down and I was like actually I really do like the rock I think that the rock is a really really good thing to have and um he just wasn't having any of it he was just like no ban the rock the rock's cancelled hashtag um, the rock is over party hashtag the rock not is the over Dwayne party. the Johnson rock jo- yeah. Johnson rock Ben's rock Dwayne the rock Johnson yeah no that it just proves you've got to pick and choose in it yeah you but have you, to pick and choose yeah. exactly and you need to be very careful with what you pick and choose because there are going to be some things that you look back on and actually sting you uh yeah so one of the other bits of uh feedback that uh, as an example of feedback that i chose to ignore and then came and bit me in the ass uh, later on was a project that i did back in second year which was uh called the warren and uh it was about a little a seaside town called Dawlish Warren and uh, I was basically photographing it on its uh, off season and um, the photos were initially I think I would say unremarkable Uh, they were fine they were large format black and white shots and that was about it and then um, one night I went to the location after dark and photographed it there. And all of a sudden it was like just completely different atmosphere. And some of the photographs from that were actually, if I say so myself, uh, really rather good. <laughs> it looked a lot like Summer Night's Walking by Robert Adams. Um, you could always put up some pictures. Yeah, yeah, of course I will. Of course I will. Uh, shameless. shameless. So, but uh, anyway, I 
I, I was sequencing out this work and I still had in the sequence some of the photos that I'd taken at daytime. And uh, I got uh, feedback from one of my... Have I been a lecturer? I can't remember now. I've got feedback from somebody saying, look, just get rid of all of the daytime photos. Just have them as nighttime shots. And the end result of this project was a book. And uh, it, I'd realised that if I'd got rid of all of the daytime photos, I only would have been left with like seven photos in a series. And I don't know, I just wasn't happy with that choice. And I thought I could make the sequence work as daytime shots and uh, and go back from there. And um, I get the feedback uh, when I get the grade back. And one of the big sort of criticisms of the project is you should have just got rid of the daytime photos. You should have just had the nighttime ones. And I kind of, I didn't kick up a fuss or anything, but in my head, I was like, no, 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 no. I um, want to, I think that the daytime photos still work. And uh, interestingly, um, as one does when they're very bored during a lockdown, I was going back through all of my own work and I came across the photo book that I made for that project and it's it was it just fallen apart um and I thought okay well I can revive this and so uh I remade the covers restitched the book and uh, it looks a lot nicer now but when I was looking through the book and uh repainting the uh repunching the holes I thought to myself these daytime photos just don't work at all um so yeah and again you know that is a realization that i made two years later finally 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 i think we should talk about uh giving criticism mm. so mm. jack hello as the meek and mild man that you are um do you have any advice uh, well, for giving criticism so i had a one-to-one -one with someone and uh, and i told her about my project and i'm guessing i either didn't tell it very well or she didn't listen because the the sort of feedback that she gave was it was not relevant to my project my uh style of work my sort of my process it wasn't relevant at all like she spoke about scrapping the whole like archival story bit that's the only thing i do <laughs> Uh, and uh, and I sort of say maybe I didn't explain it properly or maybe she wasn't listening or maybe she, you know, doesn't know my work previously. But I think it starts with either listening or telling the person well about your project. Yeah. Um, I think that another thing to be said is you need to own up if you don't understand yeah. something. Which could have potentially been the other yeah, factor. Yeah, because that, that that could have saved that one to one. I think that giving criticism in a lot of ways is actually more difficult than receiving mm. criticism, 
And I think that that is the case for a lot of reasons. Um, the first reason is that you don't know how people are going to react if you're giving criticism to somebody that you don't mm. know. Um, and I always approach it and this is like the most cliche <laughs> but it has worked so many times if it's done right and i think that this is the thing that people don't talk about if it's done right and that is the uh the sandwich you come across this the what sandwich sandwich okay you're gonna make me say it again so i have to keep it again the what sandwich the sandwich well tell me more about the sandwich <laughs> the <laughs> sandwich <laughs> I hate you um, is basically where you give two pieces of positive feedback in between the constructive criticism no the other way around you've got your bread your bread and you've got your yeah. shit in the middle no because the bread's yeah. the good bit yeah positive yeah. Sh right. Now, I and people talk about this, and you have it all the time. Like I first heard of it where, when I was swim teaching, as two stars and a wish. Mm. Um, you know, you, you've you've got all of that, but people don't talk about how to do it well, and the magic trick to giving to making a good sandwich is to make the person not realize that they are being served a sandwich a good example of a sandwich like i say is you need to bulk it out a little bit so uh let's take jack's uh gutter photo mm. for example right if i was going to sandwich that gutter right. photo uh i would not just so let's say my Good bits of my feed, my positive feedback would be, um, I like the movement in it. I'm this is very basic. I like the movement in it. Um, I like the fact that the uh, you're hovering over the water, it looks like you're about to fall in, but I don't like the fact that your trunks are on show, right? I wouldn't just say it like that, I would say it as, oh, well, yeah, this is a this is a really good photo. I would first like I'll talk around it first. I'll be like, oh yeah, you know, I really like the 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 water. I don't know. I really like the fact that it's in black and white. I like the fact that it goes into the series. And then I would hit you with the first, but but I really like how your head is moving. And then I would talk about little things that I didn't like, but I would always emphasize the fact that the trunks were like the one bit. And yeah. I did this, didn't I? I was like, oh yeah, well I'm not entirely sure about the water, but. I can see how it has a merit, how it works yeah. in the sequence. Oh, I don't really, uh, you know, I'm not really sure about the trunks. But what if you changed your composition? Yeah. Always give that little bit of improvement. And because you're bulking it out, it's like you've got your shit sandwich, but then you've got a little bit of sprinklings of <laughs> cheese on top. You know, just a little glitter of, oh, but, you know, you could. You, so you are, could you, are, you, are you saying you that you can't have. Sandwich without a butt. Can't have a sandwich without a butt. The other one that I I have used, and I've never used this in a fine art perspective, but I did use it quite a lot when I was um, 
working with people at at work was uh and it's a technique that i stole from uh, apple actually apple used this uh, and that's called a uh, fearless feedback right and i love fearless feedback fearless feedback has been the best invention to management uh jargon since the invention of management <laughs> jargon basically what it is is it's a get out of jail free card right it's brilliant you can say whatever you want to somebody as long as you preface it by saying i've got some fearless feedback for you because that light-hearted you know like that little yeah. alliteration with it where it just kind of like jumps off the tongue is a very light-hearted way and it gets people mentally prepared for the fact and it's almost like a way of saying don't take this <laughs> yeah, personally but but yeah. oh i love fearless feedback i really really do and i there's probably like this i'm probably not using it right and if you do work at apple and i've <laughs> this and i'm very sorry but you know um yeah i think that fearless feedback is definitely something that should be implemented in a fine art perspective yeah. as well uh, again taking taking the gutter photo um well, like let, let let we'll talk about mine uh, as as we as we've sort of spoken about chats. And go, uh, I would say to myself, I'd say, Ben, I've got some fearless feedback for you. It just doesn't convey the narrative. That's all that needs to be said on it. You don't have to worry about wrapping it up no. in a compliment or anything like that. You can just say, I've got some fearless feedback for you. And you go, oh, oh, that's good, and then you just destroy them. But they go away, and because you prefaced it by saying fearless feedback, they're, all there like, oh, alliteration. Um, yeah, it's great. I love it. I love it. People should use fearless feedback. They should have like fearless like feedback sessions in like fine art photography, where it's like up. Yeah, that was cool. It's, it's a sign up, but you like you like It's not mandatory because obviously people, some people can't take like fearless feedback on board. I would definitely sign up. I'd be there like first name on the board. Like, give me some fearless feedback. No positives, just yeah. what I can do better. No, ah, this is an interesting topic. Very interesting well, topic. No positives. No, I thought that was what fearless feedback was. Mm-hmm. But, and okay, right. I'm gonna I'm gonna backpedal a little bit now. Um, does. I, I love fearless feedback because in a in certain situations it is very useful and um yeah like if you just need to get it across but when you're talking about fine art i think that listening and taking aboard the positives of the work is just as important as listening and taking on board the criticisms right and again we kind of come back to the sandwich on this a little bit that the positives need to mean something yeah um and there's no point in my opinion giving people why not use the phrase a false positive um the because that shows to people 
if, if you give somebody a decent positive then it shows to them something that they don't need yeah. to change and not changing things is equally as important as changing things in work um and i think if i if i may say mm. so jack uh that's something that you struggle with a little What's bit that? is you only hear the oh, negatives yeah. you only yeah. hear the criticism i can't take positive uh, encouragement at all and that's something that i think mm. it is it, well it was it was quite difficult but the lecturers seemed to learn that about me quite well and i think by the end um the lecturers that i did have were like one to ones and stuff that's why my one to ones were so short it's because they'd bring me in and they'd go right i like and then I bring obviously some new photos, and I'd say, "Oh, I like these. What do you think of these?" And they'd go, "Oh yeah, they're nice." But and then it would just be all. But that works for me, you know. It's it's a personal thing, and I think, as I said, like by the end, the lecturers had realised that I don't, I don't need positive feedback. I know what I like, and I know what's, I know what's good about my work because it's my work. So I I just need negatives, and so that I can improve. Mm. But it's, it's it's entirely personal. You know, some people need posit yeah. positive reinforcement to sort of, yeah, as you say, to not change that. But I think for me personally, it was, um, yeah, negatives seemed to work and positives didn't really seem to help me uh, improve. It was pretty much an hour and a half of me I, I, talking, really. Um, I was inputting my personal stories. I Jack told, told a story. Yeah, it was I told a story of love and loss, and yeah, um, broken friendships and ruining one person's love for teaching forever. And on that note. Where can I find you, Ben? You can find me at Ben Bullman Photo. Where can I find you, Jack? At Jack Henderson Photo. Jack and the Henderson show? Photo. Follow the podcast. The Media at... Photo. If you liked it, subscribe. If you really liked it, like it. Bye. Bye. <laughs>